Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. Today, we've got a crazy story of a neighbor keying somebody's car. But first, a story from Masterpiece Healthy 33. Am I the jerk for telling my fiancé I won't proceed with our wedding if he insists on inviting his female friend? I'm 29-year-old male. My fiancé, 32-year-old male, has a female best friend since childhood, 32-year-old female. Now, I'm not the person who gets jealous over my partner being friends with the opposite gender. I'm bisexual, so it wouldn't be rational of me to have some weird expectations like this. Plus, my fiancé has many female friends as a straight guy, and I have friends of both genders as well. What bothers me here is not the gender of the friend, but whether or not they're able to respect boundaries. So I'd make the same talk if the friend in question was a male. So to the point, his female best friend Rachel has always been in competition with me regarding on who's more important and a bigger priority to my fiancé. At first, my fiancé failed to stand up to her and set boundaries, but after a small break we had... And after we reconciled, he realized the importance of boundaries and set hard boundaries with her. I know that whenever she sees me or hears about me, she's not happy, but we act kind to each other despite our actual feelings. This situation, by the way, has been rolling out for the past five years that I've been with my fiancé. When he proposed, Rachel didn't congratulate us at all and completely overlooked our entire engagement and kept referring to me as my fiancé's girlfriend. My fiancé kept correcting her each time, telling her how she's not funny or quirky doing this. She's just disrespectful, and after a certain point, she stopped. Now that we're planning our wedding, we picked our groomsmen and bridesmaids, and my fiancé has his female friend as one of his groomsmen, a groomswoman. After my fiancé asked her to join that role, she texted me a lengthy paragraph which, to sum it up, said, Just so you know, your fiancé and I are still each other's priority, You may marry him and have kids with him, share a house with him, but right now he picked me as a groomswoman, knowing how that would bother you because he cares about not hurting my feelings more than your feelings. You can't easily ruin friendships like that. Just stay in your lane and accept your place. You might be his wife, but I'm his best friend and I'm not going anywhere. Make peace with it, and who knows, soon enough we might get along. I showed my fiancé, and he said he'll deal with her and I shouldn't worry. I told him I've had enough and that the only solution I'm accepting is proper consequences for her actions. That means she's either dropped as a groomswoman or uninvited. He makes the call for which one it'll be, but I'm tired of his best friend not having real consequences of her actions and getting her way. I won't trust him enough to proceed with our wedding if he doesn't set clear limits and make his friend face the consequences of her behavior. He said what I'm doing is very unfair because he's not responsible for her actions and feels like I'm putting unnecessary responsibility and pressure on him. Am I the jerk? I'm gonna say I think OP's not the jerk here. I think this friend's behavior is just unacceptable. Would you guys agree that even if you had a really long-time friendship, that if you're with somebody and your long-time friend starts treating them the way Rachel's doing in this story, that you gotta cut that friend off and stop talking to them? Let me know if you guys think you have to cut them off or don't have to cut them off in the comments down below. Our next story is from an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for not doing anything when my husband chased his parents out of our house? Context, I'm female 35 and my husband 35 met 10 years ago at a mutual friend's wedding. 
When we were starting into the relationship, I told him that since I was young, I've always wanted to adopt children with the person I'm getting married to, and if he didn't want that, then it would be best for us to be not together. He smiled, kissed my forehead, and wholeheartedly agreed to it. He proposed to me three years into our relationship, and we happily got married a year later. Two years after we got married, we decided it would be the right time to go ahead with the plan and adopt a child. We were going to adopt one child, but things happened and we ended up adopting a pair of twins, who lost their parents in an accident. My husband and I could not bear to separate the siblings and we felt a close bond with the kids after spending some time with them. They eventually became the very reason we live and love them with all of our heart. Last year I got pregnant and gave birth to my biological child in late January this year. We have this tradition called the 100 days celebration so we invited all of our relatives to the house in the evening for a ceremony. Of course, my mother-in-law and father-in-law came too. She never once visited when we adopted our first two children, but she also was not against us adopting, so we didn't really care much. Before you guys ask why we didn't have a welcome ceremony for our older two children, we slowly introduced them to our family members so that they wouldn't feel overwhelmed. After the ceremony, both mother-in-law and father-in-law pulled husband and I aside to ask us questions that had my blood boiling. I've never been this angry in my whole life. The questions being, now that you have your own child, do you still want to keep those two kids? I mean, one of them is disabled. Do you think you'll have time for your own child? Don't you think you should focus more on your own child? And before I could react, my husband yelled at them. The sheer loudness shocked me. I've never seen him that angry in my life. He told his mother that all three are his children to get the freak out of the house and never ever come back. The love of my life was literally trembling with anger. They left without saying another word, probably from the shock too. My husband took both kids back to our room, hugged them, and cried. After everyone left, we called it a night, and my mother-in-law called me asking why I hadn't done anything to prevent my husband from chasing them out. I told her that he did the right thing. If my parents had said the same thing, I would have done the same thing. She said I was a jerk for not stopping him and that I was pitting him against her. I cut the call and went back to my room where my husband was just hugging the children, pecked him, and fell asleep beside him. I'm so proud of my husband, but on the other side, am I the jerk for not stopping him? I think OP is absolutely not the jerk here. I can't understand how ruthless and uncaring and judgmental this mother-in-law and father-in-law were. Like just how little do you have to understand how the world works to be able to go up to these people, your own kids or your own kids-in-law, and say those things about their children. They did good chasing them out of there like that. This next story is from Fred Walker 37 Am I the jerk for cancelling Mother's Day celebration that I arranged for my wife after hearing what she told my son? I, male 37, have a 13-year-old son. I was a widower when I met my now wife. She has a 16-year-old daughter from another relationship. The family's often on pretty good terms. My son's the quiet one in the house. He keeps to himself a lot, but not to the point of being concerning. My wife and stepdaughter are the complete opposite. They both encourage him to be outgoing and share activities and join gatherings with the extended family. My son complained about having to be forced out of his comfort zone and having his need for space invalidated. I spoke to both my wife and stepdaughter and asked them to give him space and freedom to spend his time however he wanted. They apologized and promised to let him be. 
As Mother's Day was approaching, I wanted to throw my wife a surprise Mother's Day celebration. It was no longer a surprise because my stepdaughter gave her the head so she could prepare. Yesterday I got off work earlier than usual to get the final arrangements done. We planned to celebrate at the restaurant and invited her family there. I had the key and while I was entering the house through the front door, I overheard my wife and stepdaughter talking to my son. My wife was asking my son if he could convince me to let him stay home and not go with them to the restaurant to celebrate. I paused and decided to keep listening. My son said why, and she told him that his introverted and socially inept attitude will make her family uncomfortable and will ruin the mood. He promised her that he'd be well behaved and would try to interact and socialize with everyone, but she said that she wasn't buying it. He kept reassuring her, but she snapped and told him that technically she's not his mom, so she didn't get why he wanted to celebrate Mother's Day with her so badly. My stepdaughter threw some, I don't remember, backhanded comment, and then both of them were shocked to see me standing there. Both were staring without saying anything. I told my son and his stepsister to go to their rooms, then told my wife that the celebration was off, cancelled. She tried to argue, asking why repeatedly, and I told her why. She tried to explain that she didn't mean it like that and that I only heard part of the conversation but not all of it. I told her I was done arguing and the decision was already made. She yelled asking what she was going to tell her family and said that I was making a tremendous mistake towards her. I ignored her while she kept throwing tantrum after tantrum. Early this morning, she took my stepdaughter and went to stay with her folks. Not a single call or text from her so far. Situation is full of tension. I'm upset still, but more hurt to be honest. I mean, yes, I did say I was going to have the celebration, but I thought that what she said to my son was too harsh to ignore. I think OP's definitely not the jerk. If I was OP, I would tell my wife, tell your family whatever you need to say, but basically coming home and hearing you say that made me realize in that moment that I need to take a break and reconsider what I want in this relationship because imagine being with somebody that treats your own child that way. Literally saying to them, hey, can you stay home while we go out and celebrate? You're kind of awkward, so it might make my family uncomfortable. Just gracefully sliding right into that evil stepmother role, man. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every video has great stories, like our next one from Temporary Brush 3752 Am I the jerk for not giving my sister breast milk for her unborn baby? I, female 31, have a 6 month old baby, my second kid. We had quite a bit of trouble nursing this time around, so I'm exclusively pumping milk for this kid 20 minutes 4 times every day. Side note, pumping totally sucks, no pun intended. I feel like a cow and I've been experiencing nursing aversion. BAA, which basically means I get a surge of negative hormones every time I start lactating and I get super angry. My older sister had a lot of trouble conceiving but is finally 6 months pregnant with a baby girl. She's busy prepping for the pregnancy she's been dreaming about for years. About a week ago, she asked me for some of my breast milk to make soap for her unborn baby. She read something about caring for sensitive newborn skin and is worried her daughter will inherit her own skin issues. Nothing medical, just very sensitive. She wants 12 ounces of milk. For those who don't know, that's so much breast milk. Like, two entire meals for my son and takes two entire pumping sessions to produce. 
Because I hate confrontation, I waited a few days to tell her no, I wouldn't give her any milk. I needed to feed my kid. She's now furious with me and complaining to our mom and other sister how I'm being selfish and unsupportive in her miracle pregnancy. So, am I the jerk here? I think OP's definitely not the jerk. First of all, I think it's kind of a weird ask to go to one of your relatives and say, hey, can I have your breast milk for my baby? I don't know, I think it probably depends heavily on the situation, of course, but OP having their own issues and their own kid to feed, their own supply to keep up on, and the negative reaction they have even when pumping, it's just really a non-starter, I think, and I don't think OP's a jerk for turning that down. Our next story is from Mother Day Throw 19. Am I the jerk for blowing up on my husband after he told me why he didn't get me a Mother's Day gift? I lost my son at the age of 7 a few months ago due to illness. My husband is his stepdad. Grief is still pretty much raw for me, but I make sure I don't bother others with my burden. Although my husband's been saying that I've become lazy and neglectful towards home chores, work, etc. He's partially right, but those who have been in my place know how hard it is to just get out of bed these days. This is my first Mother's Day without my son. The hurt is at its highest. I went out for a walk and came home to find that a lot of family and close friends sent gifts to me to cheer me up. Some gifts were like mementos, which really touched my heart. My husband came home an hour ago, and I excitedly showed him what everyone sent me for Mother's Day. He made a face and said that was nice. I noticed that he didn't bring anything, but I asked just to make sure. He told me he intended to not bring a Mother's Day gift. I asked why, and he said he didn't feel like I should hear it, but I insisted. He nonchalantly told me that it's because he thought I'm no longer a mother. I was baffled by this response. I blew up on him, but he told me that he meant this technically. I asked if he thought I can no longer call myself a mother just because my son passed. He said no, but what he meant to say is that these circumstances are different and refused to expand on his argument. I started a big fight with him about it and he went upstairs after saying that I was lashing out at him for no reason and that I should control my temper and he's been staying there so far. I don't know if I went too far here, but it seems like I did because he's so upset and refusing to come downstairs and speak to me. Am I the jerk? Okay, so I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. Like, I feel like maybe, maybe they could make an argument where like, they were worried giving you a Mother's Day gift after everything that happened would be too emotionally stressing. But I feel like short of that, there's really no excuse. And their reasoning and inability to communicate and expand on what they're thinking is really hurtful. So I think OP's not the jerk. This next story is from my wife in a suit. Am I the jerk for laughing at my sister when she told me to control my woman? My wife Mina enjoys dressing up. Her style is very feminine and she's always dolled up, even to go shopping. She's always glowing and is very confident in her appearance. She looks good and she knows it. My sister Betty believes in traditional ideas of masculinity and femininity. Women are meant to stay at home with the children, while the men are meant to provide for the household. We talk when we have to, but I try to avoid her. Each time we see Betty, she'll manage to slip a comment about my wife's outfit. She'll either comment on how ladylike it is or how slutty it looks. Mina always rolls her eyes and laughs it off. I don't think the comments bother her, but I try to tell Betty to mind her own business. Betty invited us for dinner to celebrate her pregnancy. On the invitation, she stated that the dress code was formal. She didn't mention a certain color or style of clothing, only that you had to dress formally. 
Mina wore this dark green suit that fit her very well. I'm 100% certain that it fit the dress code. It was formal, nothing revealing or outlandish, and I thought she looked good. When Betty opened the door, I could see the look of disgust on her face when she saw Mina. The first thing she asked her was very condescendingly, Are you really wearing that? Mina only smiled and replied, Yes. Throughout the night, I could tell Betty was talking about Mina to my family. I could see her point and laugh or whisper something in someone's ear or make a face anytime Mina walked by. At one point, Betty joked about Mina wearing the pants in the marriage, leaving me to wear all the pink frilly dresses. Mina's too masculine, leaving me to be the wife in the relationship. As distasteful as those jokes were, Mina asked me not to make a big deal. After we'd all eaten, Betty stood up to make a toast. At first, her speech started off well. It was sweet. However, near the end, Betty decided to throw a passive-aggressive comment towards Mina. I'm sure I don't remember all of it, but she essentially said, It's going to be hard raising my daughter in a world where women want to act and dress like men, all while making direct eye contact with Mina. The devil often hides in the people that are closest to us, and if you can spot them, don't let them in your house. During that entire section of her speech, her eyes never left Mina. Before the end of the speech, Mina stood up from the table and left, and I followed her. I got a bunch of texts from my brother-in-law, scolding me for leaving in the middle of my sister's speech. Betty called me, calling me rude for leaving while she was speaking and not controlling my hot-headed wife. When I heard this, I laughed and hung up the phone. That led to more texts. When I told Mina, she laughed but suggested I apologize, but in an effort to make this whole thing blow over. I think OP's definitely not the jerk, and I think a fundamental problem here is both sides feel very differently about what people should and should not be able to do. The sister side very obviously believes that women should not be able to wear suits, should apparently be submissive to their husbands. Like OP said, they probably believe that women should just stay in the home all day with the children. And OP and their wife very confidently believe that they should be able to do whatever they legally want. God forbid a confident woman wear a suit to a formal arrangement. In my opinion, I think the sister can box herself in under whatever beliefs she has. But if she wants to go and try to impose that on other people that have free will, then yeah, she deserves to be laughed off the phone. Our next story is from War News 7442 Am I the jerk for dropping off my daughter at my parents' house for a few days? I have three kids, Amelia, 12-year-old female, and Bastion slash Colin, 7-month twins. Amelia's mom passed away when she was two. Three years after that, I married my now wife, Suze. She and I struggled to have kids the first years of our marriage. Luckily, now we have two baby boys that I love with all of my heart. Amelia and Suze have an excellent relationship. She even calls her mom. For years, our only priority was Amelia. We gave her our undivided attention, and I believe that we spoiled her a little more than we had. When Suze got pregnant, Amelia was really happy because she'd been wanting to be an older sister for a while, since all of her cousins are, and she wanted a sister of course, but was equally content with two boys. Around that time, Suze and I had problems. I felt she was casting my girl aside because we were now pregnant. She denied it of course, until she did something that crossed the line by far, and she realized she was playing favorites when the kids weren't even born. She attended therapy and included my kid. By surprise of no one, she also felt that mom was mad at her but didn't know why. We're now doing better and Suze has never acted like that again. Now onto the problem. 
While our twins are overall healthy, 15 days ago, Bastion started to cry inconsolably out of nowhere. This caused Colin to cry too. We didn't understand why this was happening. We tried the normal ways for a day, and the next we took him to the doctor. Long story short, Bastion had something in his stomach, and he had to stay in the hospital for two days. During this time, I left Emilio with my parents, and I told her that I would be back soon. After two days, the doctors asked for two days more, then they discharged him and we took him home. We wanted to make sure everything was okay, so we decided to leave Emilio with my parents another day so we could monitor Bastion. Then my wife and I took another day to rest. My parents called me an hour ago and my dad went straight to my neck. He called me a deadbeat, irresponsible and useless father. He doesn't understand how I could abandon Amelia for a week without visiting her. She said Amelia asked if I was mad or if she did something wrong. I tried to explain that Bastion wasn't feeling okay, and that enraged him more because not only have I abandoned Amelia, I did it for my new family. He said I have to make sure all of my kids are okay, and not just my new babies, and that Amy's been crying for a few days because I didn't even dare to call yesterday. I said I would go pick her up ASAP, and he told me that I better be ready to explain everything to her because neither he or my mom will. My wife said that we should go pick her up in the afternoon after the babies are awake so my family can see they're okay too. But I think that's not a good idea and I should go alone, which caused her to be mad at me too and called me a jerk. Now everyone thinks I'm the jerk, so I wanted to ask here. I think ultimately leaving them there for that week isn't going to outright make you a jerk, it's your actions or rather your lack thereof that does. It's the not explaining to them, not communicating to them anything about what's going on. Dropping that kid off for four days and not calling them, not giving them any explanation of what's going on, why they're there. Ultimately, I understand why it's totally confusing for Amelia and not very indicative of being a good parent. This next story is from TH7242689. Am I the jerk for taking away my daughter's bedroom and giving it to my son? I, male 32, have a daughter Harper, female 14, from a previous relationship. I have full custody and her mom's not involved in her life. Five years ago, I married my wife Nina, female 31. We tried to have a child but couldn't. We went to the doctor and turned out I can't have any more kids due to some complications. We decided to use a donor and the result was the son, Mark, who was born a few months ago. The problem started when Nina got pregnant. Harper wasn't happy about it. When Mark was born, things got worse. Before this, Harper and I used to spend two days a week together, just the two of us without my wife, but after Mark was born, I couldn't do that anymore. I just can't leave my wife alone for two days a week with a newborn, and Harper's been very angry about it. The main problem started three days ago. Nina and I decided to make a nursery for Mark instead of having him in our bedroom for multiple reasons. Our bedroom has four bedrooms two master bedrooms at one side and two bedrooms at the other side. One of the master bedrooms is ours, the other one is Harper's. It was very hard for Nina and I to go to the other side of the home multiple times at night when Mark wakes up. So I asked Harper to pack her stuff and go to one of the bedrooms so that we could give her room to Mark. At first everything seemed alright. She said okay and went to her room and started packing. But less than an hour later, my brother showed up at our home asking for Harper. She had called him and asked him to take her. She came out of her room with her stuff, told me, you can give it to your son now, and left with my brother. 
I told her she could only go for one night, but it's been three days and she's not back and won't even talk to me. I'm receiving calls from my family, all calling me a jerk and other names. I don't trust their judgment. They very clearly favor Harper. She was the first grandchild in our family and everyone's favorite. Also, they're trying to accept Mark as my son, but I could see that they haven't been able to yet, so I decided to post here and get some unbiased opinions. Am I the jerk? I'm just trying to figure out what kind of mansion they live in. Like, yeah, it's great if the baby's room is literally two steps next to your door, but if you gotta take an extra 15, 20, you know, five seconds to walk across the house to the other rooms, is that really that hard? I think OP's a jerk because they're not being careful and considering how Harper feels. Like, it might be a little selfish, but it's like an adjustment period for them where this new kid's getting all the attention. You gotta make sure Harper feels loved and cared for and thought of. Instead, it just sounds like they dumped all the things they used to be doing, and on top of that, asked if they could go move themselves into a smaller room. Our next story is from Kakasawa Sekalata. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay for a girl's wig after she shaved it because of me? There's this girl that lives in my uni halls. We're not roommates, but we're flatmates. Let's name her Kaya, female 19. I, female 19, met her in September when we started university and moved into halls. We're not best friends, but we're friendly. We don't really spend much time together. Over time, my friends noticed that Kaya tried to copy me in everything. It started slowly, accessories and some clothes, nothing major. I didn't even notice until people started pointing it out to me. I have a rather distinct style and she started copying it. I don't own the style and she's free to wear what she likes, but it's the exact same copies of my outfits, which is very odd. But then I started going further. I dyed my hair, she dyed her hair. I bought something for my room, she bought the same thing. I started chatting with a guy, she became obsessed with that guy. To a point that whenever I had a male friend or guy I was interested in over, she would go out of her way to try and get their attention. Coming down to the kitchen in nothing but a towel, she never used to do it, etc. And she would do anything to attract attention. Now don't get me wrong, I couldn't care less if the guy was looking, and even if it was my boyfriend looking, I'd have a beef with him, not her. But the blatant attention-seeking behavior was just odd. I joined societies and sports, and after she found out, she joined the same ones I did. Basically everything I do, she copies eventually. It's just really creepy, but I haven't said anything. I wouldn't even know what to say. Over the Easter break, my friend and I were at my family house, a bit drunk, and decided to test out whether Kaya really copies everything I do. I made a post on social media about shaving my head. My friend does hairdressing, and she helped me out faking a shaved head, and I posted a photo with a shaved head. I deleted the photo a few days later and forgot about this whole thing. After Easter break was over, we had uni exams and I was focusing on that. Imagine my shock when I came back and Kaya had her head shaved. And she was pissed when she saw me. She started shouting how I lied to her and why would I do that. She went on and on and on, really angry. Admittedly, I ignored her and hid in my room. She sent me a text telling me that she expects me to pay for her wig as it's my fault she shaved her head. I replied that absolutely not, that it wasn't my fault. And she decided on her own to do that. She kept attacking me over it every time I saw her. It's been a few days since I came back from Easter break. My exams start tomorrow, and yesterday I received an email from my university asking me for a meeting over the issue. 
She reported me to Yuni over something she's done. I'm genuinely confused. Was I really in the wrong? Am I the jerk for pretending to shave my head and refusing to pay for her wig? Kaya's behavior here is unbelievably bizarre, and Opie's definitely not the jerk for it. I mean, I don't know, this whole thing is just bizarre and insane. Absolutely not is OP at fault for any of this. Just be glad that OP didn't make a fake post about jumping off a bridge. And our final story is from Interesting Reply 118. Am I the jerk for calling the police on a neighbor after she keyed my car because of books I write? I'm a single woman in my early 30s, making my living writing and self-publishing adult fiction. By adult fiction, I mean adult fiction with the majority of the plot being steamy. I don't typically tell people what I write but I do tell them I write books for a living under a pen name, and if you're questioning my writing abilities, I have an editor to correct my mistakes. I'm not hiding it per se, but I'm not telling everyone I meet what I do for a living, and none of my neighbors knew, only a bunch of my friends. I live in a house alone. Pretty much all of my neighbors are either young families or retired couples. My next door neighbor is a young couple. We've been polite to each other, but haven't been close or anything. Lately the husband, let's call him Roger, became very friendly towards me, which I tried to ignore but he's been getting too flirty for my liking, and I started avoiding him. They had a barbecue over the bank holiday weekend, and I was taking rubbish out to put in my bin. Roger looked at me, waved hi, and whispered something to his friend, and they both watched me very carefully which was incredibly creepy. On my way through my garden, I saw Roger's wife, Dahlia, leaving the house with her friend, and they both looked at me with disgust and whispered something to each other. It was weird and I hurried back inside. The next morning, I found some religious leaflets put through my letterbox. They were just printed on normal printer paper and were warning about some lustful behavior leading to heck, etc. Threw them away but kept finding similar leaflets put through my letterbox for the next week. Since I'm working from home, I decided to see who's leaving those leaflets, and to my surprise, it was Dahlia. I decided to confront her and ask her to stop putting religious leaflets through my door. Despite me being polite, she wasn't happy. She told me that I should rethink my life because what I write is disgusting, it's pretty vanilla, and she found her husband reading it at night, and you can imagine doing what. She kept going on and on, how I'm going to burn in heck, how I have no morals, etc. Well, I told her to stay away from me and discuss this with her husband, and I closed the door in her face. Don't know who, but someone told them what I do for a living. A day later, I found the word SLUT painted on my door. A few days later, I caught her keying my car. She was almost done with the word who are. Well, I called the police on her, and since I installed the cameras after the slot incident, she's being taken to court over keying my car. I talked to my other neighbor, she asked about the police, about it, and she told me that I went overboard, that Dahlia was clearly insecure, but she's a lovely woman and great mother, and I should have talked to her instead of calling the police and given her a chance to change her behavior. Am I the jerk for calling the police and not giving Dahlia a chance? Does a bear poop on the moon? OP's definitely not the jerk for calling the police on somebody keying their car for a very unjust reason. Even if they had a legitimate reason to be mad at OP, they still wouldn't be a jerk for calling the police for keying their car. Dahlia is insane and needs to be able to deal with their husband and not lash out at people who are just trying to make a living. 
But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to see some more Am I the Jerk stories that were even more insane than these ones, click on the left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. With that said, I'll see you next time for some more stories. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.